Hey, welcome in, everybody. Bald Guys Talking Safety. This is episode four in Chicago. I am Paul Gibson. Spring Hill, Tennessee. I'm Langdon DeMint. Welcome on board, everybody. Langdon, how, um, how's it going? I understand you have a new little toy down mm-hmm. there. Yeah, things going well. Got to finally join the truck gang. Got a Ram Rebel. Feels great. Off the ground. Kind of look look down just a little bit. Yeah. To everyone literally looking down, not not in a negative sense. But she, my daughter, she always gets a kick out of that. It's like, Daddy, I chuck's bigger. I said, I know, I know, baby. What's <laughs> so good? How you doing on the gas? How's how's the gas mileage going for you? It's great. <laughs> that was perfect timing. <laughs> I'm glad I could make a purchase on a truck and then gas has gone up. So I'd say great decision. <laughs> well, let's make this thing official before we uh, get into our get into our topic here this week. Langdon and I both work for Evotix. Evotix is a global ESG technology company transforming the way employees engage in workplace health and safety. Our market-leading solution, Assure, is used by more than 400 customers worldwide in a wide range of industries. Our intuitive mobile-first application, Assure Go Plus, fosters worker participation, guiding frontline activities while capturing rich data to help prioritize safety and operational improvements and ensure compliance. Mm-hmm. So um, wanted to uh, wanted to kind of bring up something here today, and I guess the topic for today um, something we've talked about Langdon, you and I from time to time, but really, I guess we're going to get, we're going to get a little philosophical here as far as safety goes and talk about the, um, talk about something that, that I hear quite a bit. And, um, you know, it's, it's the term zero. And I think it's, you know, when, when it, when it comes to safety, a lot of times, you know, you're going to hear from organizations, well, our, our goal is zero or, um, you know, we're we're on the road to zero, you know, you know, these different, different types of things that you're going to hear. And I, I think, I think aspirationally, I think, um, I think that is absolutely the right thing for organizations to do. I think that, I think that should be your goal. Um, you know, I think, I think one injury or one incident, I think is, is one too many. And that's, I think, I think most safety professionals, I think we can all agree on that. But now I think when, putting that aside for a second i'm going to ask you a question Hmm. yes is is zero realistic you know we we were talking about that whenever it was a couple days ago i think it's funny we have all these conversations all the time i think you have to aspire to let's be honest if you go into an organization and you think ultimately um you kind of think more on the realist side that we're going to have an incident and and then we need to define what are we talking about when we say zero are we talking zero zero incident zero anything whether it be um, a property uh, adverse effect or a person incident or a first day you know what are we defining or fatality um you know i think we you have to define that that being said ultimately I, i do think if if you go into an organization or you go into your own workplace and you think, or you don't even think that you have the opportunity for zero, you're, you're failing. So, right. you know, from my perspective, I think. You'd hate to go to an organization. That. You'd hate to be in an organization where they said our goal is five. 
Yeah. Flip, then you'd go, am I one of the five? Hit that five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping the coin, you know, which one is it today? Here we go. Yeah. Heads or tails. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, I think it is, it's something we definitely have to do. You have to have that, that aspiration, that goal of, of not wanting anyone to get hurt or an incident mm-hmm. to occur. That being said, how, how realistic is it that we have organizations where no one is injured? I mean, there's a yeah. lot of high hazard uh, organizations out there, high hazard, you know, manufacturing, construction, you think about the constant change, whatever jobs are. In a lot of places, they have minimized uh, many, many hazards. But then you, you look back through time and you look at some of the, some organizations that are classified as probably, probably the safest in the world and what's happened. stuff's happened incidents have happened Mm -hmm. um you know so for me i I think yeah i I think it's good to have that goal but is it you know is it realistic from the standpoint that are we going to always maintain that probably not which i know i I would probably i'll I'll get flack from some people from that perspective but I, i think you have to kind of be a little bit um a little realist when it comes to that yeah I think that's the, I think that's probably the, um, you know, the, the tough, the tough thing I think to swallow, you don't, you don't want to say, you know, Hey, our goal is, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, five, you, you don't want that to be the goal, but just realistically, I think when you, um, when you involve humans, um, things do happen right i mean so that's that's kind of that's one of the things i mean you can we can say well is this you know i mean unless we're going to get basically all human entirely get the human element out of things completely out of it and let the robots do everything if that's ever even possible um i mean it's going to be you're still going to you're still going to have i mean just I mean, my gosh, I mean, I can walk down the streets sometimes and tweak my back and, and I've done nothing. I haven't, I haven't stubbed my, I, just, you know, just weird things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. can have nothing can have nothing to do. It's just, and sometimes things like that do happen to human beings. So, you know, I, it's, a, it's, you know, I, I think it's the right goal. I think it's, I mean, and like I said, I hate to be in an organization where that wasn't the goal. But I also do think, you know, when we are, um, when we're looking at, you know, where we're going and everything is in such a constant state of change, we, we, you know, we are in a constant state of change in whatever types of, um, you know, businesses that we're in and in the things that we're doing. When you have those changes um, with that, there's, at times there's going to be risks, risks that you don't even, that you may not even realize you're doing your best but there's going to be things, there's always those unintended consequences, right? Whenever you're, whenever you're, you're, you're in change and changes is, is, is involved in everything these days. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think, yeah. And, and there's a lot of organizations um, that have made, made that goal of trying to get to zero, a lot of affiliations that have done the same. And I, I think it's great. I think the thought behind it is definitely worthwhile. But when you start looking at it and, and, and thinking from the perspective of you're not going to have anything, you start failing because how often are people then they don't want to be the one to mess up or you start getting that whole culture issue. We don't want to report that. We haven't had an incident or we haven't had a lost, 
I lost time in 300 days, you know, whatever you, you start, it starts mixing, I think the message or the importance of what, you know, what you're really trying to do. So it, you know, zero that's is a great, great point. Because Langdon, of that. that's, yeah. Yeah. And, but that's, you know, and when you do that, you've created a whole nother problem that, you know, not to go down a rabbit hole, maybe we want to right now. I don't know. Maybe we create this as a two-parter, but you make that such a goal of achieving this. And then because of not being able to achieve this or thinking you're not going to, you start failing in other areas and I'm not reporting now, or I'm not looking because I don't want to be the scapegoat. So then you have all these little things that start splintering off of it. I mean, it's honestly, it's kind of a root that one initial starts spreading and other issues. Um, And I think that's where, that's where we have to really be cognizant and ensure that we don't, we really don't go down uh, that rabbit hole because more issues can come from that. Yeah. When I, I used to go around and, you know, with um, some organizations that I worked with and I'd go out with like executive teams and we'd go, we'd go to like the barbecue to celebrate, you know, that an organization had been, you know, they hadn't had an incident for so many, you know, for days. I mean, there were some great, oh my gosh. I mean, we went to some, some facilities that were just incredible as far as, I mean, they'd gone, they'd gone years without having, um, without having an incident. And it was, you know, it was really, really good, but I was sitting and we were driving away and I was sitting there with, um, with, um, with an exec from one of these companies we were, we were leaving. And he says, he turns to me and he goes, we're leaving the barbecue. And it was awesome. It was really neat. He goes, this is when I really, really worry about this though. He said, when we're leaving, he goes, I really worry that something's going to happen like the afternoon, like after we've had this barbecue, the guys go back, they all, the guys and gals, they all go back to work. And um, he said, I really worry about like the afternoon after we do this and the following days, because he's afraid that people, you know, at that point, maybe get a little bit complacent, maybe think, mm-hmm. you know, they think, oh, we're really, yeah. we're really sharp here. We don't you know, and maybe they cut a corner or something. And, um, you know, I, when he said that, it really kind of opened my eyes to, yeah, I mean, it, it does make sense. Right. I mean, when that, that could be the time when something, when something could happen. So, uh, that's just something that's always stuck with me. It's several years mm-hmm. ago now, but it's always stuck with me. That conversation that we had in the car, you know, driving away was, this is, this is when I worry about this facility and it's not you know it's right after we just celebrated you know a million hours or whatever yeah. it was yeah well it's one of those and you kind of take a step back and you think about it what is well, i guess a couple of things one what is your goal when you go to work mm-hmm. yep you know and i think I've, I've maybe i said this before on a podcast but i dare say many of us are whenever we go into the the site, you know, we get excited for the day and thinking, ah, you know, sweet today, I'm going to trip something or I'm going to fall and hurt myself. Today's the day feels great. You know, it's not, it's not a goal. I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to be as safe as I have to be um, to still do the job. And likewise, we then take it a step further and we get caught up in the whole idea of what is health and safety and meaning is health and safety, is it an end goal? And no, it's not. It's continual. Just when you, right. you know, we, we get caught up in who are the safest companies out there. You know, every year there's 
um, you can research and see the safest companies in the U.S. or you know, safest companies in the world. And, and the reason they are, especially if they maintain that, it's because they understand it is a continual process. It's not Absolutely. a one and done. They've, they've learned how to mitigate hazards. They've learned how to be safe. They understand that when something happens, we have to figure out why that, why that process failed. And they also, you know, you, you think about it from a continual improvement. Um, you know, I, I love tying stuff back to golf. That's, that's where I'm at always. Pretty regular, honestly, I feel like. I, I know through our conversation. I did feel you like, like my golf, Jim Nance? Did you like my Jim Nance reference? I did. You know, I was thinking it's, you know, a few months away. We're, we're in Augusta. So it, it's, it's one of those that I feel like there's a lot of good life lessons that can be taught from golf right. and safety lessons. And one of those, if you take a step back and you think of, you know, just think of who pick Tiger Woods, arguably the greatest golfer um, of of the generation, if not ever. And you think of what he did, and I say that for people that are listening that might not be golf fans, do a little research because what he did was constantly try to improve. He would be winning majors, winning repeatedly, you know, seven, eight times a year, and he was he had the the courage, the whatever the understanding of full process he would change his swing and if 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 you don't play golf if you change your swing that's a big deal because you get Mm -hmm. you know you you get your muscle memory that's the whole point you understand it's fractions of a second just little tweaks of where where the club is on plane and things like that and then when you go through a swing change you're changing your own muscle memory and Mm -hmm. he did that in the middle and and the reason i like to bring that up is because you had the greatest so you had someone that was at that operational excellence and they were willing to try to uncover better ways to stretch out their career, to continue to get better. And it's the same principle here. What, yeah. you know, what do we try to do? Why do we want to keep it as, as relevant and make health and safety kind of ingrained in everything, whether it is trying for zero, whether it's understanding that even if we do strive for zero, if, if something happens, it's fine. We, we have to figure out how to ensure that, it was at least mitigated. And if not, how can we ensure that it doesn't happen again? Because it is that it's that continual journey. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's, you know, that's probably one of the most important things we can do is just establishing that proactivity and that desire to, to want to make it a continual journey. I think it's, I think it's that process. And I think it's that process mm-hmm. of, of, um, continuously kind of looking at what you're doing and thinking about it and always thinking about ways that you can improve. I think if you talk about, you're talking about tiger and I think that's what he was, what he was doing. I think if you, you look at that and you think about it from a safety perspective, it makes sense. Doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. you use, if you stay on that same exact program that you're, that you're using and you're always using that at some point, it does kind of get stale to the employees. It does kind of get, to be the same thing over and over. So you want to keep it fresh. You always yeah. want to keep it fresh so you can keep them engaged. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that employee engagement is so important. We've talked about that before, but in that process of keeping it fresh, you have to make sure that the things that you're refreshing, you know, are the right, are the yeah. right mix and they are the right things. So you're looking at, you know, what, what, what's coming in, you know, currently, you know, what are, what are we looking at as, as far as hazards, as far as incidents, those types of things. Then how are we making, you know, improvements based on those? So I think your tiger comparison is really, really is right on because I think for, um, for the best, the best safety programs out there, 
they're constantly, constantly improving. They're constantly changing it up because they know they have to. I mean, that's really what the employees, what the employees expect. And it's going to be what's going to make for the best uh, safety yeah. programs. Well, they're not complacent. I mean, that's right. A, not, you, not at all. And when you become complacent, that's when you start to realize that you might, you might let general health and safety or even just general extra cognizance kind of fall to the wayside because you, you're not putting the focus where it needs to be regularly. Um, and not necessarily, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's not a value or a priority anymore. You just, it, it can still be important. You just become complacent because you're so used to, to trying to maintain that instead of always being aware of, of that. So to me, that that's a, that's a huge element that is very impactful and, in a lot of organizations, now, it doesn't really, to me, it doesn't matter who it is or, or, or what type of organization it is. It's, you know, I, I think we get caught up. You, you still want to have that, um, that improving, that continuous improvement, that zero. I mean, you want to do it. And, and especially when it comes to, you know, kind of shifting gears, fatalities. Yeah, it should always be zero. I mean, so, you know, let me rephrase that, I guess. There's, there's no, there should be no wiggle room when it comes to to that. It's just like there shouldn't be any wiggle room from an incident as a whole. But you understand what I'm meaning when it comes to to that difference of a lot of times you might still have a slip. And that's just kind of to your point earlier from the robot standpoint, I have a problem We, we when we were talking about it the other day. Sometimes I don't lift my feet properly. Is that for what reason? I don't know but I trip just walking on the hardwood right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, so that's, you know, the, the human factor is, it, it's huge. So, you know, some of those you might not um, prevent, you know, I, I think I've said this before, I guess it was a year ago. Yeah. Just about a year ago, um, a year ago this week, actually, or a year ago around Thanksgiving, we, we were at my parents' house and my daughter was on a little, uh, we were getting ready to leave. We were in the garage and she was jumping off, off of a little, you know, power wheels thing. She had actually gotten off the power wheels. And I mean, when I say power wheels, you know, you're talking off the floor, maybe that she had gotten just off of it. And then she was turning to walk or something and she tripped and she landed on her arm, perfectly broke her arm. So her fall was literally her height. Yeah. A fluke accident, you know, and a valid kids are, you know, kids' bones are different, yep. um, still growing, but still, the, the point is, she fell, she broke a bone. If she was an employee somewhere, she'd have been taken out of work. Can you prevent all those? No. I mean, sometimes stuff just happens like that situation, but sometimes, yeah. you know, I think there's a lot of things out there that are preventable that, that we can mitigate. And so I, I did want to specify kind of that difference you know, to your point um, about robots, but even then, who's to, you put robots in everywhere, who's to, to say that we can ensure the, the robots or the cobots that work in collaboration, who's to say that they're able to constantly work the way they're supposed to. Sooner or later, they have to be fixed and there's another robot fix it. I mean, it's a, you know, the human element is the most powerful, but at the same time, we're fallible, which creates, yeah. which creates that issue. Yeah, that, and I think that's, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a great, great, great point. I mean, we are, we all, we all are. So, um, any, any other thoughts on, uh, on zero here, Langdon? No, I think that was a good little discussion. I I do want to specify if anyone's listening, we're not saying 
don't focus on zero. No, 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 no. no. Please don't confuse on that. We're we're trying to differentiate a little bit, I think, of the realistic view of is zero achievable? And maybe for a lot of organizations, zero is achievable. Um, But sometimes just because you don't hit zero, don't get caught up in everything that goes with trying to be zero, whether it's the lack of reporting, people not wanting to to be bought into the process or to the continual journey of health and safety. So hopefully we have, you know, hopefully we've kind of specified that and who knows, maybe part two will be better clarification around zero. There you go. Yeah. So I think I would just say this. I think we need, you know, I think it's a good goal. I think it's a big audacious goal. And I think that's excellent. You should have that. You should have the goal of zero. Um, I just think also, though, you don't want to have that at the expense of employees reporting at the expense of, you know, you, you don't want it to be such the focus that you're not going to get, um, you know, the reporting culture and everything else that we know is going to help um, help prevent injuries and, and, and other things, you know, moving mm-hmm. forward. So, uh, well, you yeah. know, there is there is one thing, yeah, I guess before we totally sign off you know you think about it we talk about zero and then you have the whole it what must not be named c word right um you know you have that and that's a whole nother you start talking about infectious diseases and infection control programs so i mean there's a whole nother slew of issues that can be tied to that that zero and and prevention and and that's just one i mean there's a thousand right diseases and illnesses out there so that's it's definitely something to to keep in mind, something to um, to want to achieve, but just definitely remember to not get caught up in that because it's it's not an end goal. Safety is not an end goal. It's, it's a constant journey and trying to improve. It's a never-ending journey, it's and like with a never-ending story. Yeah, and with that, our podcast will end. That wraps it up for this edition of Bald Guys Talking Safety. You can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify. You can also follow us on Twitter at Bald Guys Safety. Thanks for joining us and listening all the way through. Hope you all have a safe week. Thanks a lot.